Virago Soul is a platform that aims to shed light on inspiring moms, going deeper into the highs and lows that come with the reality of motherhood. Founded by Crystal Dizon Dehesa, Jenna Daza, Thea, and Mara Reyes, the Virago Soul aims to show the world motherhood unfiltered through breaking social boundaries beautifully and fearlessly. The team behind this site are a force to be reckoned with, continuously giving their all in everything they do, and that is what makes them the inspiring individuals that they are today. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of In Love With Me, where we feature inspiring individuals who share their amazing stories. I am your host, Mafe Yunon Velasco, and for this series, our topic is passion and purpose. For this episode, we have empowered women, founders of the Virago Soul, and moms to motivate us to take action. So without further ado, let me welcome the beautiful and amazing Virago Soul ladies. Hello, hello, Crystal, hello, Jenna, and Thea. Hello. Hey, Mafe. Thanks, What's ladies, up? for being Definitely with me. A throwback of photos. I know that. Um, yeah, thanks. It brings back a lot of memories, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, you know. Um, all of you have such a. I have memories with all of you separately, and it includes Mara too. Mara is uh, one of your other founders who cannot be with us, right? Crystal, you were yeah. saying uh, she's in. Uh, she lives in Surigao right now, so island internet will not permit. <laughs> oh well, if ever Mara, we can have you back again another episode. But um, yeah, fun fact with Mara, I was part of a commercial with her youngest baby. I think he's already um, two, but that was when he was only like turning one. So um, that's where me and Mara got to bond. And you know, now I know that you guys have uh, built such a powerful platform for women, um, most especially moms, the Virago Soul. So before I ask you guys how um, it was born or where did it start and the process, can you please, um, you know, share a little bit about yourselves so that um, everyone who's tuned in uh, can learn and, and know about your, uh, your background. So how you are an empowered woman today, who would like to start? I think Crystal. <laughs> um, Go ahead, yeah. Crystal. My name's Crystal. I am a mother of two. Um, my eldest is seven. And I'm, I think a lot of my self-discovery journey started when she was born. And that was part of the inspiration of Virago. But, um, you know, right now I am a coach for moms because I've seen the, the gaps and the lapses and all of that. And so right now I'm a life coach for mothers trying to help them evolve and embrace every phase, cycle, stage in their life. Um, I'm also one of the co-founders of Virago. Besides that, I do also um, have events, but you know, pandemic does not allow that right now. So we're gonna put that on hold. I'm gonna pass it on to Thea. What? <laughs> okay, 
Well, I'm Thea, and I've been a mom for 16 years. I have three kids. Um, Dylan's 16, Alina's three, and Anaya's turning two. So it's been quite a journey. I started when I was really young, and um, I used to be a DJ, so my life was very involved in the nightlife. That's where I met Mafe and Crystal and Jenna. <laughs> Basically everybody that I know. And then, um, yeah, so I'm a stay-at-home mom now and currently working on Virago because it's something that I really believe in. Um, I think moms really need that extra push of inspiration and empowerment because I don't think they understand just how strong mothers really could be. So this is something that we, it's, it's really close to our hearts. So we're working really hard at making it special for everyone. Jenna. <laughs> I'm Jenna. Um, I am also a co-founder of Virago and I'm a mom of two. My eldest is, what is she? 10, <laughs> seven, um, both girls. And we are really like everyone else said, trying to empower mothers to feel uh, more comfortable in their skin really. And it's important to me because I have daughters as well. Someday they might become mothers and we're really trying to raise them strong and comfortable with themselves, their struggles and life in general. And, you know, just earlier, Thea did mention that we all met um, way, way back. So do you feel as though, you know, now that we've transitioned, or all of us, I, I think during, back that, during that time when we all met, Thea did mention that she is probably has the oldest uh, child out of the four of us, apart from, of course, I shared with you my bonus mom story. So um, your son now, the eldest one, is how old? He's 16. So during the time that you were um, still enjoying your your night job, <laughs> I want to say day job as a DJ, um, how and where do you think that your platform would have been so helpful for you during that time? Well, it's kind of crazy because working in the nightlife was hard because the hours were crazy. So there would be times that I would come home and I would have to start making breakfast for him before I actually retired for the night. But I was lucky because I was living with my parents so and my siblings, so I had babysitters at all times, like whenever I needed. So that part was easy. Um, but I feel like as a young mom, I literally only read two books. Google was not a thing and there wasn't a social media platform that was available. MySpace wasn't for airing out ideas or anything. It was mostly comments. I don't, I don't even remember. What was MySpace for? It's like an extension of, you know, we hang out and then we go in MySpace and hang out some more. Yeah, it's up on that, right? So it wasn't really yeah. anything where people discussed stuff. So that was my thing. So, Whenever I wanted to look for a certain inspiration or motivation, there really wasn't anywhere for me to find anything. So I feel like if this had existed when I was a young mom, I feel like I would have been 
more comfortable in accepting certain hardships that you come across as a mother. I mean, yeah. you could talk about that for a really long time. There's so many, but the, it took me a really long time to be really comfortable in my skin about, you know, being a single mom, trying to date, having a kid. Um, it was really, I was really proud to be a mom. He was a really good kid. I had amazing friends, so that made it a lot easier, but there were certain things that I wish I could have looked up with just the tap of a phone whatever it is that we do. So, you know, let's go back to that. Um, I know there must have been a seed planted in all your hearts on uh, creating this platform, most especially now. I mean, we are all going through something that is challenging and more so for moms. I, I know, you know, um, just having to stay home and having to uh, build activities for your children. So um, who would like to talk about how it's how Virago started? Where, where did the discussion um, start? Uh, Crystal, I see, I see a finger pointing up there. <laughs> um, so like I said earlier, when I had my daughter, that was a big self-discovery moment journey for me. And during that time, I felt a lot of guilt, a lot of shame for the emotions that I felt. Like, am I... Uh, I felt a lot of unworthiness, and I felt that I would be the only one in that space. I didn't know other moms felt that way. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, just a few months ago, last year, that I realized you know, there are more women who feel like this. And we don't highlight, we don't highlight our struggles. We only showcase the good moments. And you know what, that's what social media is for, right? It's a highlight reel. But um, uh, uh, if we had a space that we could just be ourselves and really honor who we are, like, hey, I still touch. Like, I'm still down to, like, drop, drop as bombs. And I do it in front of my kids. And I'm not ashamed to say that. And if more moms spoke up like that, that would just make other moms feel more empowered for being who they are, but they didn't have to like us to make everybody else feel better about themselves. And I mean, after having that idea, I'm like, I feel better than our girl gang. <laughs> you know, my friends that are moms that are like me dropping that bombs left and right, <laughs> jump on this. But not only that, um, they're super talented, creative. Uh, I'm the only non-DJ in this <laughs> I don't know if anyone has uh, noticed that, but yes, the team of creatives and a lot of them are musically talented, just not me. But um, this is why you know these all of us came together as creative mothers, living out our dreams, still having doubts, but seriously going for it. And this is how our team came And how timely, Crystal. You know, I have to congratulate you. You just became a new aunt, right? Your sister just had a baby. So how timely is it that you have this platform, or even you as an older sister, giving her that support? Yeah. Um, very, very new, right? Yeah. So how do you feel about being a new auntie? <laughs> um, well, actually, well, I have. Uh, four siblings, so she's the last one to have a baby. 
So uh, I'm an OG in the TV game. But um, with Colleen being funny because she helped me raise my kids too. She uh, was very much involved in Noah's life. She's like a second mother to her. And so becoming a mom just seems like such a fitting role for her. She does it so well. Um, my kids call her Yaya. So she is the Yaya of all Yayas. <laughs> and it's really nice to see her in this space. And it just, it's so natural for her. And for a lot of women, it's not, it was not for me. But for her, it most definitely is. Like when I ask her something, like, oh, about breastfeeding, she's like, I'm doing this, 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 this. Like she's so sure of herself. For me, I was like a complete mess. Like, I can't do this. She's really lucky that she had that experience, though, because I feel like for Cardi, she's had yeah. her training, but I just saw her post that it's still yeah, harder than she expected it to be. Yeah. So, like, I feel like you can just never be too prepared because despite her training and being an aunt of, what, seven kids? Yeah. She's still going through... The postpartum stage, pretty, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like one of those like secret, like, haha, now you know what it's really like to be a mom. <laughs> so, you know, I have to ask because, you know, I, I admire Jenna, you know, I admire her, her strong demeanor, you know, it's like I feel as though nothing phases you. But I did see your recent posts and you were sharing that you are a constant, um, growing woman like you you are can you share about that yeah i mean i wanted to open up because living in barakai was really eye-opening for us as a whole family and it brought us to the place that we are today back in manila um it was a huge transformation and it took years and years and we're still going through it and i feel like we probably aren't ever going to complete an evolution of this like this imaginary figure of the perfect woman or the perfect family. We're always gonna be changing. We're gonna go through so many cycles. And I'm down for it. You know, it's it's a part of life and I'm really excited to go through those changes. You know, um Thea speaks about being a young mom, you know, knowing what you know now, all, the three of you. You know um, about motherhood, about having a family, having a partner. What would be your advice to your younger self? Um, back when you know we thought we knew the world, we knew everything about the world. Who wants to go first? We <laughs> can answer that. Yeah, go ahead, Leah. <laughs> I think one of the best advice that I can give new moms is to not sweat the small stuff. I feel like mom guilt about the littlest things, like, am I doing this right? Am I doing enough? Um, should I do this? It's like a huge thing that eats you up inside. And it's really not about anybody else. It's something that you do to you. So I did that a lot as a young mother, like maybe I should look for another job. Maybe this isn't something that I should be doing. Maybe we should move to a quieter place. Maybe I should give him a different life. You know, I was always so hard on myself. Like maybe he shouldn't be spending too much time with my parents. I was very critical of, you know, the decisions that I made because I felt like it was more for me. But when we transformed into 
a duo mm -hmm. and I left my family behind because I wanted that certain kind of life, I realized that to be able to be a good parent, you also have to be happy yourself. And I had to let go of a lot of guilt from thinking that the things that I did made me a bad mother. And I feel like that's one of the biggest struggles that mothers really go through themselves. Mm -hmm. No, I, I agree with you, you know, because um, when it's, it's that saying, and I'm sure Crystal can attest to this, just being a, a life coach, transformational coach, is that you have to start with yourself. If you're not okay, how are you supposed to take care of a child or someone else? or multiple children, right? It's just, it doesn't work that way because there's already a block. But um, a lot of people feel like, like being a mom is supposed to be completely selfless. So that's something that you have to overcome. Mm -hmm. What about Crystal or Jenna? Well, I mean, I think that's a big part of the Asian culture as well. I mean, my mom grew up from poverty and she worked really, really hard to get the life that she wanted. And she was like very about her business type of woman. She didn't really have time to reflect on, you know, am I being a good mom or not? And I think it's really important also for us to realize that, you know, it's kind of like, we're just more conscious now as well. And with that consciousness and mindfulness, it can bring on a lot of guilt. We're trying to do our kids right. And it's important for mothers like this, to understand like everyone is going to be struggle. And that's like a really kind of bravo that we be proud of. We're not just complaining. We're talking about real life struggles that mothers have to overcome. And it's very comforting to see that other people go through the same things as well. It's really like a pride, isn't it? A bravo. <laughs> How about you, Crystal? Um, so advice. Um, my advice is really to trust the timing. Um, were times where I felt like, damn, by this age, I thought I was already going to be doing this and this and that, um, and I didn't realize I was really putting myself back, allowing a lot of noise, and so definitely block out the noise and trust the timing of your life because everything will align the way it's meant to align. And just honor yourself in three phase every season you're in because you're growing at a rapid rate and you don't even notice that because we're so busy bothered with other things outside factors and all that crazy noise that we don't really realize that if we reflect inside we are so much further than we expected. You know, um, it's funny you guys say that, you know, we grow so fast. And yesterday I just watched this docu called What the Bleep. I don't know, have you guys seen that yet? It's about no. the quantum um, physics, about your brain and things like that. And um, one of the speakers uh, spoke about how every seven years your body goes through a renewal process do you get that like so when you turn seven 14 21 it's like you're a different person and then now seeing it in in my children and i'm sure you're going to see that um 
it's like there are different person. And looking back too, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, different stages. So I guess being a mom too, you will see the different stages. Because I know when I was um, a mom, maybe when Moses was born, I, I was different compared to how I am now, you know? That's why I was always seeing Thea and Jenna all the time during Moses' time, because I was still younger. Thinking like, yeah, okay, you'll be fine there. Let me go have my fun, <laughs> kind of thing. But what I want to ask you guys is, uh, you know, creating this platform, um, what kind of feedback are you receiving from moms and women? Is it, uh, yeah, I, I want to hear that. It's really touching. There are a few that almost drove us to like the point of tears. Like it's, you know, there are moms that are really having a hard time. And, you know, the, the fact that they take time to, you know, message us, even though some of them are anonymous, it's really encouraging. Like it's, it's like the little things that we need to know that we're going in the right direction because you know, a lot of them say that they didn't know that they were not alone in their struggles. Um, they needed that laugh for the day. It's, you know, it's like a little bit of everything from the kind of things that we want to provide for moms that, I don't know, it's just really touching. It's good feedback for sure. Yeah, you're really inspired by, uh, you know, not fitting in your typical mom group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we all live different lifestyles and we just felt like, dang, I, I don't really resonate with a lot of these other women, which isn't a bad thing, but like, where's where's my where's my tribe? Where are my women at? Like, where are my set of mothers that are really gonna understand this? Um, and also all of us living in the Philippines, um, we realized there was a huge gap where no one's talking about a lot of topics like uh, raising a gay son. We interviewed and we got a crazy response um, from mothers and from uh, the LGBTQ plus community. You know, saying like this is beautiful that you guys put this out because I wish my parents had that level of understanding raising me. And so to be putting that type of awareness out there is really our mission. It's very, you know, Bravo is very intentional. It's an intentional platform. And we're super proud of that. And we're really overwhelmed when people are like, thank you for allowing me to share my story or thank you for sharing that story. Um, I haven't seen anything, you know, anyone put anything like this out there. And when they say that, like you get those heartfelt messages yeah, just reassure yourself. And I'm one of them, you know, you guys like reached out and I was telling Chris, like, this is the second time, or the Thea is my second time really sharing that because it's something that I close to get to my heart. And not a lot of people know because, yeah. you know, Nick's jeans is just so strong that all the kids look like him. You can't tell them apart. But um, yeah, thank you for that. And that term, you just made my day when you asked me that day. I was like, bonus mom, what is it? Does that mean like I'm awesome? Like I'm cool? Like, and then when, you know, when you shared it, I was like, wow. Because I've always, I mean, I shared it on the on the feature that um, that word step is such already like a negative, you know? Yeah. And I know that there is a lot of men and women that, are good people that want to take care of their partner's kids that they've had previously. Um, 
But then there's these fairy tales that tell you otherwise. So I'm just like, why? Why? Right? So it's like, why? Why do? Um, why do they even still put them in schools? Actually, it's funny. I, I was uh, watching. Do you guys are, are you guys in K drama? <laughs> Sorry, I got into it. But there was this one um, series that I watched where um, the series the mom passed when while well, she was still pregnant, and so. Her husband was a doctor and he ended up marrying a nurse or something and she pretty much um brought the baby up but she was a ghost the mom was a ghost so the mom like saw everything that this woman did took care of her daughter took care of her husband um and she couldn't do anything about it and when she had a chance and sorry for people who are watching this i'm not even going to share the title so that you know people won't get mad at me but um she had a choice to live again the the reason if she uh, i guess the universe gave her the reason was to take her place back so to be the wife of her husband again and that was about to come true but then she decided to like go to heaven um because she saw this woman had such a great heart and so the school of her child she saw all the story uh you know the fairy tale books she hid them all because she's like no um she's such a good woman even if she's a stepmom a stepmom you know, and that made me, I actually cried watching that, I'm just joking. Because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, um, it's it's really a touching thing. Because, you know, uh, not everybody talks about it. And, you know, you guys share that in the Philippines, a lot of these stories are not supposed to be normal. Or, you know, like, right. it's not accepted. Yeah. So, I'm glad I was able to share it on your platform and I hope that people are um, inspired. And I did see comments, so thank you to everyone who commented there because it is uh, me really opening up my heart. I mean, you guys know I'm an open book, but you know, when it comes to things like that, uh, those are really precious, precious yeah. moments for me and, and Nico and Mike. And there are times that Nick is not even involved, like he's not even there, you know? So that's what I'm not even, I'm feeling it now. So let's move on to the next topic. Um, how many features do you guys have on your platform now? Because I know there's different topics that uh, you have already posted. So for the people that are haven't read them, can you guys give a little bit of a teaser so that they can be excited to go in and read these features? Well, we have a lot. Yeah, we have a lot. We have a lot. We've been, we've been doing about one feature a week, I feel like, or at the, at the least, Two a month since we started in May, but we started with Anna with uh, her son for the LGBTQ plus feature, and then we've done um, relationship ones, um, single mom ones. There's a bunch. We're really trying to cover. An entire range of like the whole spectrum as much as possible. Um, yeah, we just featured Sarah with uh, struggled with postpartum depression, mm -hmm. uh, with a lot of moms, you know, entering the homeschooling world. Here, yeah. we've we've done one with unschooling, and we've also given tips on how to save your sanity during this year of homeschooling. Um, we've done a natural birth feature. Um, we've done a feature on raising a child with anxiety. Yes, raising 
children with anxiety or women who have struggled with infidelity in their relationships and how that mother has overcome that phase in her life. Mm -hmm. um, also, yeah, having children at a younger age and how to refine yourself later in your motherhood phase. Um, raising children as a gay couple. So we have two moms talking about how they're raising their two daughters now. Um, yeah, those are some of the topics that we've covered. And a lot of the and a lot of these topics are not topics we've ever seen here in the local publishing industry. So you know, having said that, I think it's very timely also that you guys are are sharing these stories while everybody can or you have a, a, a huge, um, I guess, eyes that, that are always looking for some inspiration, most especially at this time. You know, you, you talked about how you featured moms who are um, going through the transition of homeschooling and being at home. Um, I wanna ask you ladies, how are you coping during this challenging time? Mm. <laughs> Where to start? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, me personally, I have blocked off a lot. I don't dabble in the news. Um, I've blocked all that off. We are very focused on Virago, you know, um, having our intentions and our goals set on what we're trying to accomplish versus listening to the outside world that's happening right now. Is me um, focus because. I feel like the more you dive into what everyone's saying outside, you just go down that black hole and it's hard to get out of it. So I don't even invite inside. So I know there's a lot going on. I feel like I feel for everyone that's hurting right now. Uh, that's who I feel for because there's lots of people who are struggling to provide for their families. Um, we try to do things for them too. We did a a donation drive on the um, Yeah, I think just keeping the noise out sometimes it's a little too much. It's what can I do to make a difference? And for me, that's helping, teaching, providing this What about you, Jenna? <laughs> well, how have we been coping? I think, like Crystal said, we're very focused on Virago, and it's nice to be working on a project that, at the end of the day, is out there to inspire and encourage, um, because positivity is something that you really have to cling on to. Yeah. So we've been doing that. Um, the transitioning that our family went through to homeschooling came fairly well. There are struggles in that and challenges, but it's what the times require. Uh, I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> right? I drink a lot of coffee and I started exercising. So yeah. Those are the things that came by. I punch air in my living room. <laughs> to, to, to get out of the stress. Oh. <laughs> I get you. I'm with you with that. 
How about you, Haya? How are you coping? I think for me, to be honest, I feel like working on Virago has left me with some sense of um, like normalcy, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like it's kept me a little bit more sane than I would have been without it because it has me focused on so many good things as opposed to like what Crystal said, you know, all the chaos that's going on in the outside world. Um, also, um, it's given me a chance to really understand, you know, everything that I think about motherhood. So I've really tried to live by what we preach. So, you know, I've been really focused on family, obviously. I mean, there are times that I lock myself in the bathroom and I really do feel like I need to get the hell out of my house and away from yeah. these people that I see 24 hours a day and they do drive me nuts. But at the end of the day, I do love them. Yeah. But I mean, it's not normal to be trapped in a house with, and there's five of us. So yeah. it gets pretty crazy. And then, you know, two toddlers is kind of nuts. Um, a yeah. moody teenager and then God bless Kevin's soul because he's such a nice person that he does keep me grounded. But I mean, it, it's a lot. <laughs> so I'm really happy that I have Rago to work on because otherwise I'd probably go a little crazy. And that's the truth. <laughs> and yeah, thanks for being honest. I, I think you're not, in, you know, you're not alone. Um, I, you know, for me, honestly, like. With you, I have a lot of people in my house too. But uh, I think it's, it's that outlet. It's that outlet of having um, something that you love and you're passionate with. I think you know, even for me, like this this show, um, you know, I created as as a family with my with my team. But then again, it's like we're just hanging out, you know. So this is my outlet. This is like, oh yes, I'm gonna hang out with the girls right now, and you know. I have this one hour. I can prolong it and prolong it without having to. Hold, you know, you guys saw me holding the baby, <laughs> huh? That's what our meetings are like. Like we shut everybody yeah. out. Like we're in the room, we're having a meeting, and then we talk for like an hour about yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, and you need that. Are... I mean, the support group is very important. I mean, I think. All these years, like we said, they are just going in the bathroom and locking yourself there, or just taking an extra, a little bit longer, showering. Yeah. But really, you're just you just have the water on and you're just standing there, you know, just getting that breather. Um, I felt really bad about being in the grocery because I was like, I need to get back to the house. Like the kids need me. I don't want to leave them alone for for a long period of time. And as like the lockdown kind of progressed, I was kind of like. You know what? Grocery. <laughs> I think that was the longest longer. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind being, I'm gonna pick the longest line. No, I'm kidding. I don't do that. But I mean, I don't mind doing the grocery as much anymore. Yeah. Oh, I know maybe Mara might be tuned in later on. Um, so can you share a little bit of what Mara's role is with the with of course uh, as a co-founder? Um, how is she with with everything uh, with Virago? Um, we didn't tap on who does the, the the roles. Maybe you can share a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so I actually, before this, I knew of Mara, but I actually didn't know 
know her. But um, yeah, we also shot her son for uh, the shoe release, and so he was a model, and that's when I met her. And we didn't really get to talk much because we were busy, but we started following each other on Instagram, and I would see her post, and I thought it was, I love how real she acted. And I also thought uh, he would post some really hilarious things about motherhood. I knew she was a creative on a lot of levels. And so she's our creative director. She's the vision. She's the eyes of the brand. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit hard that she's been to share out because Island Internet does not permit a lot, but we definitely made it. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's amazing. You know, I think you guys are on uh, an amazing. Uh, you know, track on inspiring other women, um, most especially at this time. Um, during this lockdown, though, did you guys learn anything new about yourself as a, as as a woman, as a mom? Is there anything new apart from creating Virago? I'm pretty good at baking. <laughs> <laughs> I know that hopped on the baking train. <laughs> but that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. I, I learned that I can spend a bunch of time with Carl, but I can spend a whole bunch of time with kids. <sighs> um, yeah, they're, they're just a lot. As much as I love them, I've noticed that I need space. But I <laughs> Jenna, Leia, anything new that you guys have learned? I mean, my experience with lockdown um, really forced me to slow down. Um, I feel like throughout my life, every time we had plans, we just like were in a rush and very important like, to get things done. And then all of a sudden, the universe was like, no, you stay in your house for six months <laughs> or longer. So, I mean, the first part of quarantine started doing things that we, we just love doing, not necessarily being productive. And and it was cool. It was like I was listening to music. I was playing video games. We started exercising. And it just really taught us to slow down that you don't always have to be productive. You have to do things for yourself also that make you feel good. Plus, you can who you are and just lose yourself completely which i think we were we were pretty you know, in the thick of it in the busy work of it yeah so we, we definitely want to slow down a little bit and just be more interested. 
being more present. We had no choice. Yeah, we have no choice, but you're choice. Well, for me, I feel like I've I've already mentioned this before, but I don't really feel like a huge change happened for me personally when the lockdown started because when my first daughter was born, I was a stay-at-home mom. And she was a very difficult baby. So I was pretty much on lockdown her entire infancy. And then I had her baby sister only 21 months after she was born. So I've basically been on lockdown <laughs> since 2017. But <laughs> like as a, as a stay-at-home mom, it wasn't anything new to me. What was new to me was being surrounded by everybody all the time. Because, you know, there would be days that I'd be at home and it would just be me and the baby. And now everyone's always here. <laughs> Which is all right sometimes. But I mean, you know, you need your space. But but yeah. Um, have I learned anything? I feel like I've become more of an empath than ever because I do try to keep up with the news. I try not to as much, but we still do. And I really do feel for, you know, a, a bunch of all the chaos that's happening in the world. And we are trying our best to contribute to the good and try to uplift and encourage and inspire people as much as possible and take away from all the bad stuff that's out there. Mm -hmm. For sure, you know, um, and I appreciate you guys for creating a platform wherein you guys are safe at home and still empowering and being part of this show is really um, something special for me because, you know, you are empowered moms that I wanted to share with everyone. Uh, maybe before we wrap up, where can we find Virago uh, Soul and maybe your upcoming features or upcoming announcements that you, you guys might want to share and shout outs? Shout out to Mara. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Mara, we miss you. <laughs> um, well, you can find our website on the internet, which is www.theviragosoul.com. We're on Instagram at The Virago Soul, and we're on Facebook. Follow our Facebook page. It's uh, The Virago Soul. <laughs> <laughs> We, we did that on purpose guys. to remember. You know, moms don't have the, you know, we don't want to remember when we have to. <laughs> but it's okay. I'll have everyone's social media and website on this uh, caption. So, guys, if ever, I would suggest and I would really encourage you guys to even follow um, Crystal, Thea, Jenna, and Mara individually because they have such powerful social media platforms that they share their um, life stories as a woman, as a wife, as a you know um, a partner, and a, um, a mom, especially most especially. Um, Crystal or Jenna, you have other shout outs that you would like to express? I would like to say hello to Mara as well. We miss you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, please follow us. Uh, we definitely aren't your typical mom uh, group. Um, if you feel like it just doesn't run, resonate for you, definitely like check us out. Um, we like to keep it real and honest. So I'm really proud of that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I think we're really looking forward to uh, the pandemic ending. Hopefully, um, we can do a little mixture of the Bravo moms to get together and shoot the fish. Yeah. Maybe throw back a few shots of the good days. But yeah, if you guys could follow us, support us, support you guys. We're at the Bravo store. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, guys. Yeah, just like what Krista said, you know, follow their their social media. They have great content, things that make that real content. You know, real life stories, real life moments, and you know, things that can make you laugh, things that can make you cry, or you can resonate with. You know, I love their content. They are real, though. That's that's what I'm gonna tell you. So if you're about that go there visit and be part of their community because all they're sharing is the real things that a woman goes through through mother motherhood so with that guys thank you ladies yes go Thea. what no i just want people to know that they don't have to hesitate in engaging yeah. like we're totally down to talk <laughs> yes yeah so so with that is it okay if ever someone wants to share their story even if they anonymous they can yeah. just reach out to you, right? Yeah, yeah. We have a spot. Okay, so there you go, guys. Perfect. You know, yeah. these ladies are more than willing to answer any more questions. Or if you want advice from them, you know, that they're they're available. And um, that is their passion. That is their me time. So go ahead and fill their cup, guys, because I know they're filling yours. So with that, actions speak louder than words. And thank you for tuning in in this episode of In Love With Me. And Kumu viewers, thank you so much. Follow these ladies, give them the hearts, give them the diamonds, you know, give them the hala halos. Thank you guys. Thank you, Muffet. Thank you for listening in Love of Me series.